So, game week 10 has been and gone. Bad luck to you if you triple captain Son. A surprising win for Ollie's boys. Spurs sack noon now, now the Contes have joy. The game week started with a gunner's clean sheet, while Dean Smith's another one that's feeling the heat. Vieira beat Pep, no one saw that coming, while Ovin Tony blanked, but did loads of running. Rhys James smashed it, only one of us had him. Saints beat Hornets with great work from the Adams. Talking points plenty to discuss there's a lot on episode 15 of the FPL Face-Off pod. Good evening, my name is Fitz and I'm joined as ever by Tom Glover. Tom, how are you? I'm good, mate. I, I didn't realise that we were, we were starting the podcast with a poem and ending the podcast with a poem as well. I thought it might be a nice little treat. I came up with it today and I thought, Sean, do you know what? Sean always does so well. Uh, however busy his week is, he always manages to get a, a little poem in. So I thought it might be a nice start. Did um, did you enjoy? And more importantly, do you think Sean would approve? Yeah, I did enjoy it. It does feel a little bit like we're doing a, um, a cat in the hat style podcast. <laughs> every, every line has got to rhyme, but I, I just don't think I've got the time. Very nice. Very nice. Well, um, it would not be a crime. No, I'm not going to continue that. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, as, as comedians, we know that it's important to start and end with your your best stuff, whether we are perhaps supposed to be poets, who knows? But uh, but never mind. It has been uh, it's been another fantastic week. Um, as, as mentioned, we are in episode 15 of the FPL Face Off pod. The milestones are, are coming up thick and fast, aren't they? They are. Yes. I'm um, sorry, you threw me that. I was, I was, I was looking at my um, game week history. That is just, quite uh, all right. No, that is that is much more important than uh, than our poetry <laughs> corner that I've I've inadvertently thrust us into. So, you have. Um, yes. Well, as we record, as always, it is Monday night. Um, this week, I am not in a uh, a pub garden slash car park near Stoke. Um, and hopefully there'll be one or two less interruptions, although I do still have my dogs here. So uh, no one is ready for me to have a, a smooth recording, it seems, just yet. But um, it's uh, it's been a game week, that's for sure. I think one of us has probably enjoyed it more than the other. Yes, Fitz, as, as the listener always can tell by the tone of your voice, um, <laughs> I have enjoyed it more than you. But at least you're not in a beer garden on a family holiday that's gone awry being being approached by strangers to see if they can join in and having to go and order pints during the middle of the recording is it's a lot smoother for you this week at least it, it is a lot smoother yeah well at, at one point the, the a drunk girl came up to me uh, while i was just speaking into my phone which is what it looked like she was like oh what are you up to and i was like i'm, uh, I'm just recording a podcast actually she was like, podcast i love podcasts can i can i join in and I was like, um, it's about <laughs> fantasy football. Do you know anything about fantasy football? And she went, no, but my dad loves canals. And I was like, okay, good. Well, <laughs> um, luckily Glenn cut that from, from the edit. But uh, but yeah, it is good to be back in, uh, well, on terra firma. And yeah, good to good to be with you discussing FPL once again. Yes. So um, let's let's start with you then this week. Let's hear about how your game has gone. How many points did you get? Who are your big performers? Who's let you down? And where well, you're yeah, where where to begin? So um, I started the uh, game week at fifty four thousand nine hundred seventy one, and uh, currently it looks as though I'm going to be finishing on a small red arrow. Um, doesn't really matter, does it? It is a red arrow um, down to sixty nine thousand six hundred thirty one. Still, you know, not not too bad. But there were a couple of couple of fairly big problems within my team. Um, 
I had Ben Foster in goal with nothing, Azpilicueta with nothing, but luckily that meant uh, my boy Smith Rowe came off the bench. Uh, Cancelo, Trent, nothing. Um, I, I, my total points, by the way, sorry, um, I finished on 46. Um, Livermento, the sweet prince with a clean sheet. Captain Rafinha, uh, sorry, Captain Salah uh, with 10. Foden with two, Rafinha with nine. Vardy and Antonio and Huang, just the five between them. So, yeah, not great. Huang had a disallowed goal, of course, which was um, uh, which was very annoying uh, on on the Monday evening. But there we are, forty six um, and down to about seventy k. That's still still a good rank. Now it's not much of a a, a drop considering um, it wasn't wasn't your best week. How are you how are you feeling about your your strikers at the moment? So obviously you've got Vardy and Antonio who are not really performing like they were now. Well, absolutely, yeah. I, I think I, I vaguely recall every season that I put Vardy in, he goes from having like a purple patch to to, to basically just a patch of wee on my FPL game week. Um, so he's he's a he's a frustrating own is Jamie Vardy and Antonio. You know, he's the second highest scoring player, certainly striker um, in in the game. Um, but I think that's just because he had a, a blinding first three or four game weeks and has has really gone off the boil since. So, yeah, I don't know, mate. Frustrating, to be honest. I was umming and ahhing about using a transfer to put in uh, a keeper and I was considering Guaita. The only reason I didn't go for him, uh, I, I must admit, I wasn't considering Ramsdale because I, I thought that he would probably get benched at some point, but that doesn't look to be look to be happening. Um, so, yeah, I've, st- I've got two, tr- two free transfers. I've still got the Raya situation to, to sort out, but we'll, we'll come on to that, I'm sure. But yeah, Huang, Vardy and Antonio doesn't quite look... It's no MSN of Barcelona uh, fame. No, but actually, I've, I think Huang is... Um, I, I've mocked you mercilessly when you put him in and the, the game week after when he didn't perform, but he's looking good. He looked good tonight. He had a goal disallowed, unfortunately, um, but he, he looks like he's cemented his place in the team. So I think he's a good... Good hold for the long term because he's so cheap and he's going up in value tonight as well. Um, Vardy, should I hang on then? You should hang on, yes. And uh, <laughs> Vardy for me, I, I put Vardy in on my wild card just to get the value because he was rising in value and everyone was bringing in him for Lukaku. Yeah. So I, I, I got point one from him without ever actually putting him in my team for real. So yes. I was quite happy with that. But he, he always starts a season well, Jamie Vardy, and then he sort of sort of fizzles out a little bit towards the sort of midpoint of this, well, even the earlier than that. Um, so yeah, I was cautious to put him in and also Leicester, they just don't seem, they're not settled on a formation yet. They don't know if they're playing two up top or uh, if they're going to be playing four at the back or three at the back. And they changed mid mid game against Arsenal at the weekend. They took Ihi and Acho off who I'm fortunately, I was going to have in my wildcard team. Like I didn't put him in, in the end because it just wasn't, certain that they trusted him which I don't think Rogers does no no um, Antonio I took out after he got red the, the red card was that game week three or four I think it was around there yeah so I've just seen Jimenez yeah. looks like he's getting three bonus for tonight which is perfect um perfectly bloody annoying but yes I think I think you're right it was about game week three um and uh he let's just have a little look game week four I tell a lie against Southampton um yeah so He's he's another one, uh, seven points against a game with nine, but otherwise it's ones, twos, 
frustrating. frustrating he looks, he looks a bit tired. He's still getting the odd goal, but he just looks tired now. And he doesn't usually play this long without an injury. And he's got the European fixtures and cup runs as well to contend with now. He's not really got any backup. So I think as a West Ham fan, I'd be a bit nervous about him going forward. And mm. But he's got a great attacking support around him with Fournals and Bowen and Ben Rama. But they are going to get, like we saw at the weekend, they're going to steal so many attacking returns off of him because he could have had yeah. two or three assists at the weekend. And um, because of the because of the kindness of his teammates uh, sharing the love, he he never got the assist. Which, from an FPL point of view, is absolutely bloody useless. But yeah, he he got two assists to the assist. Um, but then, interestingly, if you compare Antonio and Vardy, if I if I look at them, let's let's looking at my team, I would say that Huang is 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 going to be there for a little while. I quite like their fixtures. But West Ham have got Liverpool, Wolves, City, Brighton, Chelsea, Burnley, Arsenal. So they've got a real kind of flip flop of kind of green and, and red fixtures as you look at the ticker. But then looking at Jamie Vardy, on the other hand, you know, he has got uh, Leeds, then he's got Chelsea, but then he's got Watford, Southampton, Villa, Newcastle, Spurs. So of the two of them, particularly given his price as well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm more likely to be keeping hold of Jamie Vardy, I think, certainly for the next few weeks. And do, do, you, have, do you have any transfers lined up for the upcoming game week? It's Monday night at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got I've got the two. Uh, as I say, I mean, I think it's really important to kind of look at your look at your team and and think. Uh, they they said in the Hail Cheaters podcasts that just this morning that I listened to, um, you know, one of the things you should look to do is find out where your kind of uh, problems are and and try to fix those kind of problems. I guess looking at my team, I don't. I don't really know where my problems are, to be honest. Raya is is an obvious one. I don't have a, uh, a a starting keeper beyond Ben Foster, who are playing Arsenal next. So it's it's probably going to be him, and I may even then roll the transfer for the international break, so that I've got two free transfers. But we'll we'll come on to my kind of bus team, as it were, my team that's that's looking set for, to, to start. But yeah, I don't know really, mate. It's 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 a weird one. I look at my team and I'm quite pleased with it, but equally I'm I'm quite annoyed that it didn't do very well this week. <laughs> well I think that was the feeling in a lot of the community. Um obviously the the Man City defensive uh, clean sheet wipeout losing to to Crystal Palace. Did you um how do you feel about Cancelo? I've got him in I got him in a wild card. He cost me six point three and he isn't performing at the moment. I, I think I'm going to hold him for one more game week, but um, are you are you holding him long term? Are you thinking to come off the city defence now? Um, it's it's a it's a very good question because I mean the sensible the sensible thinking would be to go for you know the double double Chelsea defence at least double. That's where that's where the clean sheets seem to be coming. And obviously, as a United fan, I kind of hope that we at least score past them on on Saturday. Very. I mean, we won't touch too much on the Nuno and um, the Man United Spurs game, but we 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 must discuss it from an FPL point of view. But um, yeah, I mean, looking at their kind of next four, they're not they're not brilliant. You know, United, then Everton, then West Ham. I can see them conceding in potentially all of those games. Whereas I look at the Chelsea defence, and I kind of feel like I've picked the wrong one, but they've got Burnley and Leicester and then United and Watford. So again, it's it's not not wildly dissimilar, but 
I, I, if I was going to do two, I would must admit I would be half tempted to um, take out Cancelo, and I would probably look at um, either Chilwell or jump on the old Reese James bandwagon, but probably Chilwell to be honest, because I think he's slightly more assured. Certainly won't be doing anything until the um, Champions League games have been and gone, and we see whether anything's happened there. Yeah, I I went on Chilwell and James. I wild carded in game week eight. Uh, brought Chilwell and James in with Cancelo and Trent because, I mean, they, they're the sort of high risk, high reward um, defensive options in those teams. And it's been high reward so far from the Chelsea players. Um, but I just think that with players like Diaz and Rudiger, you just really aren't going to get any sort of attacking return. So for me, it, it's worth taking the risk, especially on those Chelsea wingbacks, because they, they are sort of their main source of attacking threat. That they're they're better to have than the Chelsea striker, as we've seen with Lukaku and um, Havertz in the last couple yeah. of weeks. So absolutely, um, yeah, I brought them in. It's been I've been fortunate that they've started the last two games, but I thought they would because I think if you're playing a defensive like a weaker team, who's going to sit back, you, you're going to need players like Reese James and Ben Chilwell who are going to try and open them up a bit, and that, that's the way it's worked. So um, yeah, it's, it's come off okay for me. Um, I got 69 points this game week. And that's my best game week since the start of the season. I got a green arrow. Well, as of Sunday, I had a green arrow from 24K up to 4,000 in the world. Best, so, so that's, Sorry, best game week in terms of like the jump that you've had rank-wise? Um, in terms of my game week rank for the yeah, score. Yeah. So like in my first game week, I've, I've got 113 points. And that, that's started the season with me in 20, 26K, which was a great yeah. start. And uh, my game week rank this week is 67K. So it's put me up to yeah to 4,000 overall. Um, Is that where you are at the moment? That's fantastic. Yes, it's going to drop a bit tonight. I think I'm going to get down to about 7K, I think, after the um, Wolves points go on because Jimenez has scored tonight. Um, luckily, Jose Sar's clean sheet got wiped out. And it, it was, of course, <laughs> the, the FPL face-off derby this weekend as well. So um, my team, Spurs, lost 3-0 to your team, Man United, but you won, but at what cost, Fitz? Because, of course, we now seem to be on the verge of getting Antonio Conte in at Spurs. Yeah, El Sakiko, um, as it was as it was referred. Yeah, I mean, from, a, from we, we won't dwell on this too much, but, yeah, from a football point of view, it was um, it was an odd one for me to, to watch because I read quite a few articles about Antonio Conte and about when it looked, I mean, Fabrizio Romano tweeted this time last week, Conte is open to United he's happy to accept and I was like okay good well this this could happen so I read a little bit about him and the the impact he has on the club when he gets in there is massive and then the impact he has on the club when he leaves is also really significant because he if you think about the teams he's managed Chelsea and Juventus they have been left in a much better position and so yes obviously I love Oli and I want Oli to succeed but it was yeah it's been a bittersweet day (laughs) if I'm honest. Yeah, and but uh, from an FPL perspective, obviously Ronaldo got returns. Um, are you going to be rushing to get him back in now? Maybe take out Vardy or Antonio to get Ronaldo back in? There would be bigger surgery than that required um, due to due to the funds. It would. I don't. I, I wouldn't be able to take Vardy out for him, for example. So that would require certainly using two transfers and downgrading somewhere else. Um, don't particularly want to downgrade Foden. Can't really look at downgrading Rafinha or Mbwemo or Smith Rowe. 
So that only leaves me Salah in the midfield. And obviously, you know, he's he's going nowhere, clearly. Um, so then it would be, I suppose it's possible if I was to um, downgrade Azpilicueta, but then, you know, what's 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 the point really? Cancelo might give me half a million if I'm lucky. But yeah, Ronaldo is is but a pipe dream at the moment, I think, certainly for the next do, next few do weeks. You think, do you think Ollie's turned it around that performance? Obviously, they switched up the formation. He went five at the back. He had um, Cavani pairing with Ronaldo up top. But to me, that seemed like a sort of a one-week stopgap to sort of try and rescue what had happened the week before, sort of shock the system. Do you think that's what they're going to do going forward? It's a it's a seventy year old strike force, you know, when yes. you combine them, and I just think that it's it's not a long term solution. Obviously, you know, um, I think that it was very much something that was needed. You know, I think his game plan was just shut up sharp and make sure that we don't get humiliated again. Uh, I don't think it can be um, overstated the impact that having Varane back made on that team obviously it's easy to say that when he's got two center backs playing beside him but i think that he probably calmed things down a little bit and certainly had a no he definitely did and as a spurs fan that worried me when i saw him in there um obviously you got a clean sheet which has been as a a luke shaw owner this season i you there have been few and far between your clean sheets um I think Ronaldo, I don't think it changes anything for me. I think Ronaldo's obviously always was going to score goals. It's just whether or not you value him at the price he is in FPL. I think he's at 12.6 still, maybe 12.5. Yeah. I think there and, might have been a fall, but yeah, he's 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 there or thereabouts. Yeah, and he's got he's got some difficult fixtures coming up. But um yeah, later on, after this little run from from Kane, the from 12 game week 12 to 16, uh, he is an option to bring back in. But it may be that we go with Bruno by then. Uh, if Ollie, I think Ollie's probably going to stay in the job now because I think if you'd have lost, if United had lost that game, Conte could have well been going the other way. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, yeah, fine margins. It really is. And I 100% think that if he'd lost that, he'd have been sacked and Conte would already be there or certainly on his way. And, you know, it just goes to show how kind of fickle things can be. Um, just as a... And I posed this question on Twitter to Adam Hopcroft of the Green Arrow podcast because he was saying about how he thinks Dean Smith. Um, who do you think, if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was to get sacked, who, what, what level is his club? Where would he go? Where could he go? And where do you think would be kind of a, an appropriate club for him? Genuinely interested. He's not a big club manager. He's at United because he obviously has the respect of the players and the and the the backroom staff there because of his history as a player because he's he's a club legend. Um, he he's managed Mould and Cardiff City and then Man United. It doesn't it doesn't match up. He would be going. I mean, maybe he could go to somewhere like Newcastle, but um, even that job I think is going to be out of his reach. I think it'd be a, a lower level Premier League team or he'd probably go abroad, actually. He'll probably go back to to a, a European team and, and sort of have to build up his stock again. I mean, he's not been bad at United. I think you're in a better position now as a team than you were when he first joined. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just don't think when you compare him to the other managers that he's competing against now, Pep Guardiola and Thomas Tuchel and Antonio Conte coming into the league... I think oh. they're another level to to where he's at. Yeah, they are. I'm um yeah, I'm still I'm still a little bit sick about the whole kind of Conte thing, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard talk that uh, potentially 
that means, in fact, from a Spurs fan today said to me, he thinks that that means we'll get Poch. Um, obviously, Pochettino is currently at PSG. <clears throat> That's the frustrating thing. You know, I think if we lose to City, then the cracks that were papered over are, are all too apparent again. And obviously, I hope that we don't. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And if if we sack him and then we could have had Conte and we missed out by a week, that's um that's a real real problem I think for the club and and for the team but but we will see we will see you know United Ollie has a habit of um pulling out results kind of when when it really matters and you know we've got a, a decent record against City with him uh, so it's it, I don't think the problem annoyingly normally when we play big clubs it's not against them obviously Liverpool excluded but it's when we play the kind of mediocre not mediocre but you know the lower league teams who who we ought to just breeze by but we will see mate we will see but um but yeah. from a from an FPL perspective um Conte coming in at Spurs if that does happen it looks like it's it's definitely going to it's Monday evening um yeah, hopefully then, yeah. tomorrow morning that's going to be announced um it, it makes my team planning going forward easier because I set up my wildcard team with Son in the midfield and with yeah. a view of getting Kane in for game week 12 when we played when Tottenham play Leeds <clears throat> and I, I'm going to drop Havertz out who's been in for this little run of free fixtures upgrade Edward, and I'll probably go on a, a triple up of Spurs players now I'll probably downgrade Cancelo to Reglion so I think I have Reguilon, Son and Kane from game week 12. I might have to take a minus four hit, depending on um, injuries over the international break and in the Champions League this week. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go all in on Spurs so I can enjoy this renaissance as a fan and <laughs> as an FPL player. Are you going to go all in on the Spurs attackers? Um, I'm, I'm not going to go all in, no. Um, I think getting Son in has always been kind of part of my plan. Um, how that will happen is going to be slightly tricky because certainly, you know, there's going to be a couple of downgrades needed. Cancelo will almost certainly have to go probably for a slightly cheaper Chelsea defender that will... How much is Reese James at the moment? He's gone up quite a lot, hasn't he? He was 5.5 when I got him in, but I think he's up to probably 5.7 or 5.8. Yeah, that's um, that doesn't really, really help. So cheers, Reese. Um so yeah, re- realistically, that's at the point where I'm going to have to um, probably downgrade. Certainly, Antonio maybe to Tony. Um, I've got 0.9 in the bank at the moment, so roughly speaking, yeah, I could downgrade Antonio to Tony and then upgrade potentially Foden to Son. Um, that's always been part of the plan. Um, so we'll just have to we'll just have to see. Alternatively, I might be able to kind of downgrade Vardy and. Um, and look elsewhere. I'll, I'll have a little think about that, but Son, Son will almost certainly be in my team for game week 12, barring injury, because while I won't have uh, the hurricane that is Harry Kane, um, I do think that I do think there's going to be a real new manager bounce um, if Conte yes. does indeed go there. Not only having a new manager, but the fixtures are just set up perfectly for him as well if he comes yeah. in, um, especially against this Everton team. We've looked terrible again tonight as well from this game week. Um I, I always plan to bring Kane in, but actually I was flip-flopping on that idea, having seen how bad he's been lately. But I think mm. with Antonio Conte coming in, it's going to give him a, a new lease of life. We've had one shot on target. We haven't had a shot on target since the first half of the West Ham game. It's just been <laughs> terrible football to watch. It's genuinely true. Um, but I think, yeah, that's not yeah Conte, surely he's the best manager in Europe as far as I'm concerned. And he's surely going to have an impact. It's going to at least get us... What, better than Pep and 
Guardiola. I'm um, sorry, uh, Pep and Klopp. Um, in terms or, of the impact he will have on a club in in a short yeah. space of time, like when, wherever he goes, he, he takes over and then he really stamps his image on the team straight away. Like yeah, in, yeah. even in Pep's first season, he didn't he didn't win the league straight away, did he? No, no, very true. But you very look at true. when Conte came in at Chelsea, he he dragged that team. Not from obscurity, of course, but they, they didn't look like they were going to win the title. <laughs> from and then all of from a sudden, billionaire like, obscurity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I, but, um, I know what you mean. I, I think actually that that's probably the reason that Spurs have um, have done this now because, you know, Everton, it's it's red on the fixture ticker. That is not a red fixture. You know, that is that is a, a decent fixture to, to have with them. Then you've got Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich. That is... That is potentially Conte comes in. He's he's already won his first five. You know that is that's a really good start. And I wonder exactly. whether that's... And then the momentum builds, confidence yeah. is there, momentum builds, and suddenly we're not a club in crisis. Yeah. And yeah, I just I, it's a punt to get to get two or even three Spurs players in. But I took a punt on getting Ishmael Assar in before he got his points early in the season. Yeah. And that's what gave me a big rank rise. James I took a punt well. on going to. James and Chilwell. I've made mistakes as well. I went for the freemium. I, I bought in Havertz, which hasn't seemed to have played out. Um, well, J- James and Chilwell alone over the last couple of weeks, I think, have got you uh, 25 points between. So almost 50 points in two weeks just from those two players. In fact, just over 50 points. So which, well, um, this, this game week, they got me 29 points. And yeah. last game week, they got me 25 points. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah, even if they could both get benched at the weekend, like they could, they could bench, they could take a couple of benchings and they'd be all right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I set my team up with Trent and Livermento because I knew that they're always going to start, and I just needed one of James Chilwell or Cancelo to start to make sure I had a back three every week. And so far, that that's been working out for me. Um, it's risen me up. <laughs> it's been yes, I know you are. <laughs> it's it's risen me up our mini league. I I'm currently third in our own fantasy football face-off cup, uh, third place. Uh, second place is the Jurgenauts, Mabu Braut, who has dropped from first place. He's been at the top of the league since almost the start, I think. Yeah, uh, and we now have a new leader in our mini league. It is Alex Walsh, Walsh with his team Jigsaw, who scored 78 points this game week. And, week. Yeah. And he didn't have, he had a lot of players blanking like we all did. Like he had, Tony Kane and Adam, well, he had Adam Armstrong on the bench, but Tony and Kane getting two points. Mm. Foden got two points. A lot of big players are getting two points. Cancelo got two points. So the only difference really with them, uh, the only difference really there looking at his team is he had Ramsdale in goal. So um, as in the difference between you and you and him, really. So, yes, yes. of course, well, we both had, we both had David Raya in goal. You haven't done anything about it yet. I've switched to greater of, um, Crystal Palace, who I didn't play this game week because he was away to Man City. And of course, he then gets a clean sheet. Yes. Um, but yes, I think, I just again, think... I think that's the right decision, though. You know, FPL is, is, is fine margins. And, um, you know, any sane, any sane person, I think, would look at Man City at home uh, 99% of the time and, and quite rightly, I think, think, right, well, you know, there's, there's no way that, that there'll be a clean sheet. So I think you made the right decision. It's, just um just one of those and palace have got good fixtures coming up right yes well i went with greater because well firstly as a spurs fan I, it doesn't sit comfortable with me having a goalkeeper from arsenal and wanting arsenal to get a clean sheet every week <laughs> um, but yeah crystal palace they just look pretty solid since they've 
got their defensive pairing back because they didn't they didn't play for the first couple of games as a defensive pairing and now they're here and their attackers are now coming into the team. They just look really solid and they've got um Wolves, Burnley, Villa, Leeds as the next four. And so they just look like good uh, defensive options. Yeah. Um David David Ray I was I was happy with. Unfortunately he's out for five to six months and I just didn't trust a reserve keeper from from Brentford, having not seen him play, are you are you who are you thinking to go towards? Um, yeah, I think certainly I, I I do need to replace. That's the biggest priority for me at the moment. And um, I must admit, you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier that Guaita is one that I've looked at. Palace have Palace are the team who have shocked me more than anyone else this season. A hundred percent. You know, you think about the position they were in last summer, uh, half the squad, literally half the squad of 25, I think was out of contract. Vieira's come in, new manager to the league. And I think he's just done an absolutely brilliant job. So um, yeah, Guaita still 4.5, 4.6. So um, he, you know, I don't want to necessarily copy you, but I think that that is, that is a very good shout. And looking at the immediate fixtures, I can't really see, apart from Sanchez, maybe, I can't really see anyone who I would I would rather go for, to be honest. And um it's it's probably gonna gonna be the route I go down, which then means, as I say, I, I either um roll my or transfer. Can, or, oh, okay. Or or what, sorry? Sorry, I thought you were gonna say that you you're gonna copy me again. <laughs> well, I mean, you are ranked 7K in the world. So, you know, I'm 4K, 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 4K sorry. Until, mate, until so. tonight's points get updated, I'm still 4K. Absolutely. So at, t- at time of listening, <laughs> 7K. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I think that we can only kind of go on, on what we can see and, and Palace are looking good. And it's, it's probably going to be a brave man who who goes against them really as I say looking at the fixtures maybe I might go for Sanchez but I had well I think the, the obvious season. the obvious options are Sanchez or Ramsdale that's where most people are putting their money Ramsdale yeah. obviously looks great he, he did great at the weekend but I just like I said I don't want an Arsenal goalkeeper in my team when the option no. if he was clearly the best option I'd, I'd go for him but when it's a when it's a 50-50 between him and Greater I'm going to go with Greater every time um, Sanchez, I had him from the start, and he Brighton looks solid as a team, but he's not the standout performer in that defence. If I was going to get a Brighton defender, I'd, I'd go back to Lewis Dunk, who did so well for me from the start. Yeah, um, he always gets two saves as well, so he doesn't actually get he save does. points. He's yeah. not getting a bonus points. He's not getting save points. So I wanted to, I wanted to keep her where he's more of a standout player in his defence, which I think Greater is. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a decision you need to waste too much of your time on. I think all of these keepers are going to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. So, um, yeah, I think you need to focus more on whether you're going to go go with Harry Kane or Hyun Son or whether you're going to trust Ronaldo and keep him at the top. I think people are going to need some money up top as the season progresses. Everyone's going big at the back, but I think you need to leave some money for that striker because going forward, they're going to be needed. And actually, I forgot to mention, I'm considering this week using my bench boost. Wow, Okay. Because I am currently set up with a bench of Ben Foster away at Arsenal, who's going to play Rafinha at home to Leeds and Livermento and Broha at home to Aston Villa. So That's very interesting, yeah. As long as Broha is, is past fit, I will play bench boost this week. 
Because I just wow. think that by the end of the season, I know you're traditionally you'd use it a double game week, but by the end of the season, there's no guarantee that Foster's going to be still playing for that, that Watford team. So we might need a four and a half goalkeeper alongside the one we've got playing. And I think we're going we're gonna to want a lot more premiums by the end of the year. I think we're going to want mm. Salah, maybe Bruno or Ronaldo, Lukaku possibly, Kane, Son. There's going to be a lot more money needed to get the squad you want. Whereas at the moment, like there isn't any value in having the premiums. No, no, I can't argue with that. Um, so uh, on discussing our teams as they're set at the moment then, so um, I've currently got Foster in goal. Um, back four of Aspilicueta, Duffy, Livramento and Trent. I'm playing a 4-5-1 as it stands. And I don't know how I feel about it because um, I've got Salah, uh, Foden, Rafinha, Smith-Rowe and Buemo and then Vardy. And my bench is Huang, Antonio and Cancelo. Cancelo third on my bench at the moment, which just feels feels crazy. But um well you're I, probably I you're almost in a stronger Manning position than me to bench boost this week then if you sort your goalkeeper situation out. Um the only thing I'd say is I'm not sure Duffy is gonna play for that Brighton side going forward. No, I mean I think that's that's why I I've put him in there because I think if 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 new if there's a team that you would imagine Brighton will get a clean sheet against, it is Newcastle. Although you know we could obviously be surprised, but yeah. So I don't know. That's that's where I'm at at the moment. There's a lot of football to be played before kind of the the end of the week, and uh, it's a Friday deadline. Don't forget this week, listeners. Um, so by the time you're listening to us, uh, you will have to the day after you have to make sure your team is is set. But um. But yeah, I think it'll be it'll be interesting. Who knows? Maybe maybe Son will get injured in the Europa Conference League. Um, I Let's hope, hope not, mate. Because I got him in midfield. My my team have got <laughs> great greater in goal now. Uh, Trent, Chilwell, James, and Cancelo at the back. Embuemo, Son, Salah, and Havertz in midfield. Uh, Edward and Tony up front, and then as I said, Foster, Rafinha, Livermento, and Brohar on the bench. Nice. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's strong, mate. Yeah, I think um, it's it's not a bad week to to play the bench boost. Yeah, good good shout. Well, my, my only concern is that Chilwell and James, having had played in Champions League in a midweek, possibly could get rotated. So it depends partly on w- what minutes they get midweek, and also Brohas fitness. He's got an ankle injury, and currently he's got an unknown return day, but it didn't sound like it was too serious. So hopefully he'll be back in the team for the Villa game on Friday, and we should have the team news a little bit ahead of the deadline. Hopefully. I'm guessing. I'm guessing you wouldn't. Well, it, I would be staggered if you would play it if he was even a doubt, right? Yes, I, I wouldn't uh, because, as I said, already a bit concerned about the Chelsea defense, and the, the team is strong generally. I, I, it probably will get an opportunity in the next three or four weeks. But I just think, whilst I've got a playing bench, I want to use the bench boost rather than wait for a double game week where I may have to shoehorn a wildcard team together to, or a free hit. You can't, you can't bench boost on a free hit, but yeah, do a late season wildcard and put in a second playing goalkeeper that eats up my budget, something like that. I don't, I don't want to do that. No, no, that's entirely fair enough. Very nice. Very nice too. Well, um, yeah, certainly, certainly you're flying high at the moment, mate. So um, I think that uh, if, don't forget listeners, if you do have any uh, kind of questions that you'd like to pose to Tom and I, then please do let us know. Uh, we're on Twitter at FPL Faceoff, and we are on the emails ffaceoffpod at gmail.com because I haven't updated it, frankly. But, um, but the, answer, the answer to your question this week is 
get the double up, the triple up on Spurs. Take a minus four, take a minus eight, just do it because <laughs> Conte's coming in. Spurs are going to have a shot on target. We're going to win the league. Kois, kois, kois. Kois, kois, kois. I've not heard that chant and it's absolutely terrible. I love it. Um, <laughs> um, good. Well, do you know what I've just realised, Tom, by the way? Um, when the game is on on Friday, uh, you and I are gigging together, aren't we? Oh, we are. Yes, that'll be good. Um, hopefully, yeah, be I, good. Hope, I hope Broha plays because then, and I hope I bench boost because then I have two players in that game and I can, my performance at the gig will depend on whether or not Broha scores. <laughs> good. Well, um, I will have no play. Oh, no, I'll have Tino in that, in my sweet prints in that game. So, yeah, hoping for an, another Villa. Maybe uh, Villa we should loss. both start him, make fancy oh, fun. Absolutely. Yes, we should. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for listening to the FPL Face-Off pod. Just to let you know, it's not too late to join our mini leagues. If you'd like to join the FPL league, the code is H-A-D-U-O-W. That's all lowercase. And to join the Sky FPL Face-Off Cup, the code is 9736956. And of course, if you're not following us on social media, why not? We're at FPL Face-Off. Laters. Lovely stuff. So um, doing things slightly differently this week in that we are um, not going to be hearing from our mate Jack. He's a little bit under the weather, I think, isn't he? He's had a busy old week. He's had a busy old week. It was my daughter's birthday. My youngest is not sleeping and I was very <laughs> tired. And that, of course, when those things happen, me and Jack are on a sort of Just a brain link up. Yeah, 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 same wavelength. That's, <laughs> that's the words I'm looking for. I'm too tired to find them. <laughs> And um, yes, so so yeah, there isn't a greenish diary, but this is free, isn't it? It is. It is. You're quite right. Um, we we thank you free. for listening, but you aren't guaranteed a greenish diary. That is, is difficult to get the access to that kind of um, sweet, sweet content. And uh, yeah, we just haven't got it this week, but he will be back next week, I'm sure. He will. I'm almost certain of it. And um, there's there's one thing that, of course, before we move on, uh, that we haven't yet discussed, and that is... Did anyone get more than Mo? More than Mo, Mo always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? That's right. It is the feature everybody loves and uh, nobody understands. And I'm just looking at my notes. Surely this Sorry. week someone has got more than most. Surely he only got five points. Well, would you like to know the scores on the doors? I can't remember who I picked last week. So you picked um, your boy who you put in the week before, who inexplicably was the only player who blanked against Norwich. Uh, no. Of course, I'm talking about Kai Havertz. Oh, he beat him. Um, Kai Havertz beat him. Kai Havertz beat Salah this week. Did he? Has he got a clean sheet bonus? He beat him by one point, six points. Bear with, caller, bear with. Um, Assist, clean sheet bonus. You may well be correct. Good. Well, that is is very, very interesting. However, it it doesn't affect things too much, actually, because uh, while he may have got more than Mo, this week both of us picked a player who got more than Mo. However, my guess was Rafinha, who got a whopping nine points meaning that Rafinha this week did get more than Mo, 
I got more than Mo, therefore I win three precious points. Yes, because he has low, a lower value than Kai Havertz, which is the all-important... It is. Lower value. Does, does it matter that he got more points than your um, guess? I, I mean, it it's not really. come up yet, but... Um, no. Well, this is a first. This is a radio slash yeah, I podcast guess, first. I guess that takes, that takes priority over the lower value. There we go. Good. Well, we've, we're learning. <laughs> we're, we're, we're learning, learning our own we're as we go. Absolutely, yes. Um, so with the upcoming fixtures this week, I will quickly run through them for you and then I would like your more than Mo pick, please. Uh, we've got Southampton Villa, United City, Brentford Norwich, Chelsea Burnley, Palace Wolves, uh, Brighton Newcastle, Arsenal Watford, uh, Everton Tottenham, Leeds Leicester and West Ham versus Liverpool. So who are you thinking? I am going for a man who... I'd be tempted to captain this week if it wasn't for the fact that Salah's captaincy will be so high again. And it is Ivan Tony at Brentford. Nice. That is a, that home, is a good shout. At home to Norwich, they're effectively a championship team. I think he's going to bully him. I can see him getting a goal and an assist. And yes, it's his time to shine. And I, as I say, I think he'll outscore Mo Salah, but it's just not worth the risk of captaining him at the moment. Yeah, I think these next couple of games are crucial for Tony owners to see whether he um, whether he can kind of do the business because they have got some good fixtures. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to go for someone who has done me very, very well over the last couple of weeks, um, albeit only one of those weeks I've actually got points. Uh, I am, of course, talking about um, one of the most informed midfielders in the league at the moment, Emil Smith-Rowe, who is um, a little bit cheaper, not that that matters if they go head-to-head, as we've just discovered. <laughs> um um, Fitz, better thought you keep talking. I'll go to the toilet. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> that was, that was, I, I, in fact, I'm going to talk to the point that we have to keep this in because that was a very unexpected um, surprise that Tom just sprung on us there. Uh, don't forget, if you would like to get in touch with us and let us know uh, who you think will get more than Mo. Do tweet us. Tweet us at FPL Faceoff. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tom is very, very good at uh, at the Twitter, much better than me, um, despite having two more children than me, and therefore I don't know how he finds the time. Um, we will, of course, know by the time Tom gets back whether he has uh, had a number one or a number two. A few moments later. I literally have almost talked for the entire time you've been gone, chatting absolute shit. Happy. Well so. done, I'm- edit some be, of that but for, for our, our listener i did have to take a toilet break there and this is why we don't record it on youtube because of my bladder control absolutely yeah. well you're only human mate you're only human um so having discussed our fpl game weeks of course uh we it would be remiss of us to um to not discuss sky so uh, i'll happily jump in first of all if you like uh, i have had an all right week uh, my main team bit of a jump i am now I've got 95 points this week, uh, pushing me up to 1,983 in the world, which is is not bad. I, ha- I have unfortunately made a bit of an error. Um, I used two transfers this week, and dare I say it, I was heavily influenced by you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I took out Ben White, uh, which in hindsight was, was a massive error um, because obviously he got a clean sheet and started, so that's seven points I missed out on. Um, I put in Phil Foden, who got me two points. So that is a minus five swing that I could have had. Uh, and then 
as discussed on last week's pod, um, you mentioned the idea of taking out uh, your boy Ronaldo and putting in Danny Ings. That is exactly what I did, only to discover, of course, that Danny Ings has uh, got either COVID or a hamstring injury. So, yeah, pretty annoying because I'm now down to 32 transfers remaining. Not where I wanted to be. Well, yeah, well, I I don't take any responsibility for the Foden transfer. Um, I think it's good to get Ben White out. But Ben White looks a good option because in Sky in previous seasons, he's been like very reliable for his passing tiers. And Arsenal just don't play passing football anymore. They they play sort of counter-attack football. So he's not hitting those passing tiers. He's not got an attacking threat. So I think he needed to come out anyway, even if he did get a clean sheet this week. Um, I don't like the fact you refer to all of my players as my boy. I don't consider Cristiano Ronaldo to be my boy. I begrudgingly <laughs> had him in my team, but he did return for me this week. Um, but I myself did two transfers. I took out Ishmael Assar uh, after his two points out and I bought in Rafinha and I captained him. So that was obviously a good decision. Because nice. he uh, he got me 28 points as my captain on Sunday. Ooh, lovely. Yes, um, which meant that I've now ended up on 101 points this game week. Very nice. Which is a slight rise up to 1,212 in the game. Um, annoyingly, though, the same as you, I took out Cristiano Ronaldo for Danny Ings because it meant I had Ings for, for Sunday and for this Friday's game. Annoyingly, he had a hamstring injury, which I didn't see reported anywhere. Apparently, it, there was a bit of news that had come through the sort of Aston Villa channels, but I just, I, I don't know how we I missed have, that. We, sh- just... we should have known, mate, because Aston Villa and Danny Ings, there's never any news. Do you remember when he signed? It was just, there was no news and then bam, That's he's true. an Aston Villa yeah, player. It just happened, just bang, hamstring injury. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't the only ones who got caught out by that. There's a few people on Twitter who said they did the same thing. Um, very annoying, but hopefully he will at least play this Friday and then we've got a captain coverage. If not, it's just a complete waste of a transfer. It's taken yeah. me down to 30 transfers now. Um, it, yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of, uh, it sort of reflects my Sky season so far. I'm making silly transfers that, that seem to make sense on paper, but with a little bit of research, I probably could have found found that out. Trouble is with Sky is it takes a bit more planning than FPL because in FPL the game week is just all the games in that week, mm-hmm. and you have one captain to cover it. It's a bit simpler to look at. But with Sky, you've got to cover these game days and you try and get these two and three for ones. And yeah, if you're not just on top of it every day, you can you can slip up and you can miss out on opportunities or you can do things like this. If we'd brought Ollie Watkins in, he'd have obviously got a goal for us and returned and we'd have him for captain coverage this week. I, I also but, can't believe I didn't captain didn't captain Rafinha, Captain D'Antonio, who of course did did nothing. So yeah, I'd have had a significant I, jump there, but never mind. But I don't think you'd have been alone there. I think a few people did that. I captained, I, yeah, I, I had my captaincy on Mendy for, for Saturday. I moved it to Rudiger. And then just before kickoff, again, a silly decision. I moved it on to Tillemans because I saw Tillemans was playing and I was worried about Chelsea rotation. And so I just went with Tillemans. He's been performing well and he got me four points when Rudiger got 10 and Mendy got nine. So either of them yeah. would have given me a bigger rank rise. Uh, Huang, I captained tonight, same as you. Yep, absolutely, yeah. Um, amazingly, he got a tackle tier, so he, he hasn't completely <laughs> blanked, but he only got four points, but that's better than nothing. He's, he's doing okay since he's come in. Uh, Conor Gallagher, I've got, who got me 18 points. He's really helped me climb a little bit this week. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, I'll be getting uh, most Salah in after Friday night's game for Danny Ng, so I won't be most Salah-less this weekend, which I'm pleased with because I felt a little uncomfortable not having him in the team, but then I will be down to 29 transfers. 
Nice. Well, I'm I'm very very pleased for you. So down to twenty nine, I will be. Um, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be doing, but certainly I will be getting rid of Danny Ings um, for somebody. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm I have I must admit I haven't haven't done any planning from from a Sky point of view, but will um, be looking to do something. I'm very disappointed now. I look at it that I've um, took out bloody Ben White and and put in Ings, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. I think you know first time I played it, obviously, and. Top two thousand out of three hundred odd thousand is is good, you know. I think both our aim is to finish this season in the top one percent for for both games if we can, and that is um, that's where we are. Yeah, the the Sky leaderboard it lists the top one hundred. So my my aim this season, and hopefully your aim, is to get in that top one hundred. Of it's, course, it's littered with um, top Sky players at the moment, so it, it's going to be difficult this season. But I think you're climbing well. You're you're a little way behind me but you've also got two free transfers so actually I think we're pretty much level pegging you may even be a little bit ahead of me when you take into account those free transfers so yeah you're doing very well Um, you you haven't got any plans as you said I I sat down last week and completely redid my spreadsheet who I wanted to bring in I'm gonna have to do that again this week I think because I probably want to get Cancelo in I might I might drop Mendy to this Brentford reserve keeper because the Brentford reserve keeper is going to be playing long term and he is so cheap that he, he will just allow so many um, other transfer options for you. So David Ray was already cheap. He was at 6.3 million. And this Alvaro Fernandez is coming at 6 million. So that is a 1.6 million downgrade from Eduard Mendy. So for 1.6 million, you can really boost up that sort of mid-range <laughs> defender or mid-range midfielder to a, a premium option. So yes, if... Yeah. I, I personally already I, it's worth looking at bringing in Fernandez at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel about that just because I don't think I, I don't think a keeper that concedes four against Burnley is necessarily three. someone three. Uh, three. Sorry, I tell a lie. There was one disallowed if memory serves. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. But um, it, it would be good. I've got 3.4 million in the bank. So there's a couple of kind of transfers I, I could make and I've, I've got a little bit of dollar left from my Ronaldo transfer so yeah we'll see we'll see but um, certainly it's a good position to be in obviously we've got the festive fixtures round the corner and then we've got international break of course and that that's not going to stop you and I we will be here um, next week as ever and and the festive fixtures will really um, separate the sort of casual sky players from those who are paying attention to it because it, the games come thick and fast. There's there's teams playing twice in the game week. There's games on Wednesdays and Thursdays, yeah, or Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I think so. There's going to be a lot of captaincy coverages you need. You're going to need, and yeah, if if you're paying attention, you've got a plan, and you you really will climb up the ranks in that period. I think. Good, excellent. Well, I look forward to um to discussing that on the pod and uh, hopefully helping you, the listener, to um to climb the ranks as well. Excellent. So um, we are drawing to a close, but just before we do, uh, of course, we'd like to give a shout out to um, other members of the kind of Twitter community, give them a little bit of love. And this week, it's someone who is very new to um, FPL and FPL Twitter. And I'm going to give him a shout out just because they're doing remarkably well. 
Um, so it's someone I'm, I'm following uh, with with the FPL Cantona um, called Lottie Adele at Lottie Adele. Um, she is currently ranked um, 61 in the world, which is is insanely good and has been uh, has been kind of bit more active over the last couple of weeks probably something to do with being ranked 67 in in the world um but i thought it'd be nice to just kind of give give her a little shout out hopefully she would enjoy listening to the podcast hello lottie thank you for (laughs) maybe listening to the pod and um yeah just really great great to see your kind of thought process behind some of the uh, transfers that you're making and great to see uh great to see someone uh so highly ranked well, you get to see me every week, so that's hey. also great for you as well. But, <laughs> no, I, I think I've I've seen her name, I've seen her account pop up a few times, and she's very much celebrating the fact that she's got a decent rank, which I'm all for, because there's oh, a lot of negativity, especially at the moment. There's a lot of negativity in the FPL community because a lot of the players the FPL community has backed are not performing. So it it's good to see people in in the community who are doing well, and I think it doesn't matter if you're mid game week, embrace embrace those high rankings you're hitting because at the end of the season you may be down outside outside one million but yeah at some point you can say i was at 60 whatever it may be in in the league oh exactly exactly i would um there are there are unspeakable things i would do to be ranked as highly as that and um yeah i think i think it's great i remember last season with um the number one ranked player ola hefter um he was i think he was ranked number one from like game week 15 all the way up to game week 37 and i think it was game week 37 where someone overtook him and i mean that is that is cruel 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 but yeah to be up that kind of at that level you're playing a very different game really aren't you because you know rather than chasing you are um the you're the you're the prey rather than the predator as it as i say so yeah well well done um to you lottie adele very best of luck for the rest of the season and uh, do go and give her a follow and wish her luck from uh, from the fpl face-off uh lovely stuff so uh, as ever it wouldn't be an episode of uh, the fpl face-off pod uh, unless we rounded things off with your mate and mine mr sean dyche i believe we're there is that right Yes, Sean Dyche, despite the fact I'm very tired and it was my daughter's birthday, Sean Dyche still managed to write a poem this week. Because we are, of course, now a almost solely poetry-based podcast. And next week's <laughs> episode will will rhyme all the way through. <laughs> um, disclaimer, it may well not. Um, Luckily, there's a lot of things that rhyme with Kane and Son. But not a lot rhymes with Conte, unfortunately. No, no, I, I tried my best with that. Lovely. Uh, good. So um, rounding us off, here is our mate, Sean. A big week for defenders with the goals coming from the back. With all our strikers blanking, they're picking up the slack. I said to Captain Corne, and if you did, you would be flying. Instead, you went with Salah, and now you're all on Twitter crying. You want attacking returns and clean sheets, but don't want to break the bank. And you want a differential so you can keep climbing rank. Sometimes the answer is obvious, but you can't see Chris Wood for the trees. <laughs> the player you need is right there and you slot him in with ease. If you want a nail defender who contributes in attack, forget Reese James and Chilwell. It's Mount Lawton at right back. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, I, well, I love reading those poems and I, I love that I, I never I never read them until this moment. Uh, which is You almost good. always get it get it perfect first time. You really do good. have a poetry calling. 
that's very kind thank you um anyone who's seen me do stand-up comedy will will know that 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 is true i i have a, a calling for the stage but more poetry than the comedy i suspect um excellent stuff good well thank you as always for for joining us listeners it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you to you tom and well done on another fantastic game week and well done to you mate Thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. Than, I that. It was better than the average. And what more can you ask for? It was better than the average by a little bit. Um, what more can we ask for? Good. Oh, good. I'll tell you what we can ask for. My dog to piss on a chair. Good. Thanks, Baxter. Um, and what a lovely way to round <laughs> things off. Uh, I'm going to go and clear no, I'm, that. I'm pissing on the chair in solidarity. So that's... <laughs> um, it has been a pleasure as always. We will be back next week following... Um, game week 11 where we have a little chat about that and look forward to the international break yay until then it's uh, goodbye from me and, and goodbye from me laters <laughs> laters